Yeah, man. I'm in the studio with Jay Halley. 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 You are now in the studio with Jay Halley. What's up, y'all? It's your boy Jay Halley. We on another episode of Star of Talk. And this is the special near and dear to my heart one right here, man. This is my brother. I got in here. We all, I say that, I say good things about everybody. I know that, but I'm telling you, this is my brother right here. And I had to have him on here. He's definitely going to be a blessing to you guys, his story. And, you know, we talked about how we shifted from in the studio with Jay Halim to Starve Talk for reasons. The acronym Starve stands for Stand Tall and Reclaim Victory Every Day. And when I think about that acronym, I can't think about another person higher than this brother right here Derek J.O.D. Washington still still doing the music thing but master barber you know movie industry master barber not yes, yes. Part. you know what I'm saying I'm so proud of you bro man I appreciate you um taking the time this, this today just to kick it with me man man for real man you know uh it's been a minute since we did the interview uh man, got a lot to talk about. Man, it's been a it's been a crazy journey, a blessing, man. You know, uh happy to be here with you again, man. We brothers for a long time. You've been there, you've been there since day one. You see me grow, you know, from different avenues, from the music to being a master barber in the film industry to just man, just growing as a man and father, entrepreneur, all of that, man. You know, you see me, you see me grow, brother. They need, they need to hear that, man, because, again, as I was telling you off camera, like, you are somebody whose story I always go back to when I'm trying to, you know, I'm teaching and I'm training, I'm teaching entrepreneurs and just life coaching and helping individuals out. I always go back to your story because not just as a man, but also as a black man, you know, you had to make some real grown up decisions that is not, you know, popular on social media. People are not talking about that stuff. So. Just to give give everybody a little bit of backstory from where you where you were, you know, uh, and coming up in Columbia, South Carolina, to where you are right now. Man, listen, uh, I've been a master barber for twenty three years, but, but you know, between that, between being a master barber, you know, I was music, you know, I'm a musician as well, and uh, I will say about twelve years of my life, man, just dedicated my whole life to music, you know, to writing, to performing, to. You know, growing as an artist, you know, uh, developing my craft and skill within that and being able to do a lot of great things within it, too, as well. You know, uh, traveling, you know, musically performing and putting out an EP and doing well with that videos and, and all of that, man. You know, I had my song playing on the radio, man, you know, for a while, man. That was very exciting, you know, in my hometown. Uh, just doing, just doing many things, man, to really grow, man. It, it wasn't easy. Uh, it's, it's a crazy development and it takes time, you know, for everything to mature in life as a man or a woman, but you have to know that you, you have something in your life. You know, you have to acknowledge your talents, man. You have to acknowledge your talents so that your gifts can shine, man. You acknowledge your gifts so your talents can shine, you know, so. Yeah, man. It's so, it's so crazy. Like, you know, where you are right now, I just re remember we talked about this, but it was, this is the part we never got into. At what point was the shift? Because for people that don't know, you know, like you say you did your music for a long time and you yeah. were doing it 
parallel to cutting hair. Right. And then you 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 left to go to Atlanta. Mm-hmm. And the number one thing in your mind was, I'm gonna do this music thing. <laughs> right. That's the number one thing in your mind, I'm gonna do this music thing. Number one thing. But of course, like normal people, like grown up people, you know, you got a skill. So, you know, all right, well, let me go ahead and cut hair. This is my job. So I'm doing the same thing, but I'm going to be in a bigger, better city. But what 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 happened when you said, all right, I'm going to switch it and I'm going to do this barbering thing and then do the music behind the scene? Because, man, you know, for a long time, for a long time, I, I wasn't listening to God, man. Hmm wasn't and he was telling me all the right things you know he was telling me you know man you have a gift your hands is to give you know but my talent was the music and is the music you know and um I was fighting so long man I was fighting against myself and I'm I mean I want people to understand what I'm what I'm saying to you all out here in the world that's watching you know Star Talk man um the boy Jay Halim I was fighting for years, man, fighting for years for my music and not listening to God. And God was, he kept telling me, he kept telling me, and I, and I would hear from, hey, man, you need to pursue your, your craft and your hair in, your, in, 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 the hair, in the hair industry. You know, you need to pursue that. That's, I gave you that at 13 years old. Mm-hmm. I gave you the ability to, to make people look good and feel good. At 13 years old, man, you know, I picked up the Clippers. And I learned so fast, man, how to be advanced with the Clippers and how to do certain things. But I fell in love with the music and I wanted to give that a go in my life. And I thought the music was going to take me where my life is now within the hair business. But, you know, God, it was it came to a point where I came to Atlanta and I was fighting for the music. And, man, I had I had got real sick, man. And I had caught ulcers and stuff like that because I was worrying about how I was going to pay bills, you know, child support, um, how, I, how I was going to eat every day and just, you know, um, just take my life to another level. And, and, uh, and I'm trying to, I'm struggling through all of that, but I'm trying to do music. You know, I don't have any income, any financial stability, and I'm just out here just hustling and busting for the music. But God said, man, listen, I told you what I gave you at 13. You know, and it took me to get, it took me to go into the hospital. It took me, you know, to have ulcers, you know, the size of golf balls to realize and, and to sit me down so God can talk to me and tell me where I need to take my life. Um, that's when I really realized where my gift lies and what I need to be doing. When he sat me down in the hospital for having ulcers, and he talked to me, man. He walked me out of my sleep, you know, uh, middle of the night. And, and, and told me, man, you need to follow your craft as a master barber, and that's going to open up all the doors you need to go, go in. And I did that, man. And when that happened to me back in 2000, I caught those ulcers, I would say 2018, and the beginning of 2018. And once, uh, once I listened to God, man, and finally gave him, you know, gave him all my ears to, you know, to, to open up, and he, t- he gave me the light. And I, ever since then, things started happening. I started taking my craft more seriously. I started advancing. I started taking classes on male units, classes on cutting styles, classes on coloring. I started just advancing my talent and just growing within the hair business. And it started opening doors. You know, I had a door open for me. And that door was to meet 
a person named Tanya, Tanya Cryer. She is my mentor. She's from LA. She's a hairstylist and a hair department head in the film industry. Uh, by me taking my, my craft as a master barber seriously, it led me to meet her. And I met her, yeah, and I met her at an event. And I had to rob Peter to pay Paul to even go to the event. Um, I had a phone bill due and a light bill due. That means yeah, you man. It. Yeah, man. I had a phone bill and a light bill to do, but this class had cost such and such dollars, man. I had to go. Yeah. And I had to rob Peter to pay Paul to do it. And so once I did that, man, the door started opening, man. And one thing started happening after another. Yeah. I mean, it's just so crazy, man, because and that, that's why you fitting for the, 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 you know, the acronym STARVE, because I know the story, but people, I said, people need to hear this. People really need to know, because yeah. a lot of people wouldn't make that shift because, again, right now you listen to social media is follow your passion. Uh, if, yeah. you, if, you, if you're talented at this, do this. Um, yeah. You don't want to just yeah. work um, time, trade your time for money, all this other stuff like that. But nobody's saying like nobody's addressing people like yourself and then or you, people like yourself aren't having a loud enough voice to say, right. nah, young brother, nah, young sister. You're amazing at this. And, you know, this is going to feed you this. The, the, mm -hmm. You talked about ulcers, right? Yeah. So yeah. how has your stress level shifted since you decided to go in this direction? Because ulcers come from stress. So, yeah. Yeah. How did yeah. your stress level shifted since you, you know, given in and, and went this direction? Man, it's I mean, I'm I feel amazing, man. You know, uh, um, I feel so amazing, brother, to be honest with you. I can't even describe how I feel. Uh, I haven't been back in the hospital for also since since I made that decision. Mm -hmm. And uh, and I'm happy I, I made it, man. You know, I, you know, there's blessings upon blessings, man. You know, um, no more stress level. To that point where I'm sick, where I'm unhealthy, you know, where I'm not taking care of myself, you know, I'm living a life, man. I'm I'm living my life. I'm in the best shape of my life. I am uh, best shape mentally. You know what I'm saying? So that's very important, you know. And uh, and I understand how to listen, listen to God, bro. I understand how to follow the path. And I'm I'm good, you know. Life is good, like Mitch would say, man. You know. <laughs> hey, listen. <laughs> Let me tell you something. So you made that, that decision, which I know it wasn't easy. You know, I know it wasn't easy because you got years. You got years in this thing. You got years in something. And, you know, you, you know, you're not a quitter. You didn't want to get you know, you didn't want to put nothing to the back burner. Nothing gave you a reason to say you, you've gotten enough things to say. Oh, and like you said, you've been on a radio. You've been on radio in multiple states, you know, right. Right, and, man. In Atlanta, you in the place where the music happens, you know. What I'm yeah, man. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. In the place where music happens, in the place where, you know, you can really get your stripes, man. But it was rough making that decision, bro. It was rough to put the mic down and the pin down. It was rough, man. It was so rough. But once I got into this industry of the hair business and the film industry, and man, I saw like the respect level. I saw you know, how my craft make people feel. I saw how the how the, the actors and the directors and the producers, they're like, wow, man, who did that cut? Who did that amazing wig? Who, man, who is, who, who's behind that? You know, and the, and the respect level, man, it's like, it's like loyalty, man. It's like royalty, you know, people, people love it, man. And, and I seen what it do and it, and, and it, and it did, uh, and, and, and the reaction from it's almost like the music, you know, it's like, wow. 
Like that's, you that's a god what came to my mind. Do, <laughs> that's right? what came to my mind because you know, <laughs> like you're getting all the accolades that you wanted in music. Yeah, you know, in here. <laughs> so <laughs> like you moving around like a rock star, you know what I'm saying? For real, man. It's like doing shows every week, baby. Show money. It's like <laughs> and, and see, and, and that's the that's the crazy part. So you know, go you you talked about being the dad. You know, you yeah. talked about, you know, child support and things of that nature. How did it feel to you, you know, when those things weren't a problem anymore, when paying the child support wasn't an issue? Oh, man. Oh, man. I actually went to jail behind it. Um, you know, I'm a realist, man. And sometimes in life, and I want people to understand this when they when they, when they watch this, you know, you have to keep it real with yourself. You have to reveal reveal, you know, your, your, you know, your downs in life so people can see, man, because I'm not the only one that's going through it, yeah. you know, um, and I want people to understand that I'm not the only one. So you have to talk about it. You have to vent about it because people need to hear it, man. And you don't know who you can help. You know what I'm saying? Who you can inspire. But it was rough, man. It was rough not to be able to do that as a grown man, you know, but being able to do it, man, being able to do it without a worry, and to see your, you know, to see your kids half and, and and everything like that, it's just awesome, man. It feels good as a father, as a dad, and uh, it, it, it and as a man, it feels refreshing. Yeah, yeah, you know, again, uh, in the black household, I don't know about the white households, but you know, getting put on child support is almost bad as <laughs> getting <What>? shot. <laughs> I'm telling oh, you, bro. Girl, you gonna do me like I'm that? Telling you, I'm <laughs> telling you, man. And not only. Right. And not only, you know, get put, you know, being put on child support, but just not able to take care of yourself. Yeah. You know, it, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, cause, cause as a, as a human being, as a parent, you have to be able to sustain, you know, have stability within yourself before you help anyone else, whether it's a child or your mother, your, your sister, whatever, you know, any, any, anybody, you have to have stability, man. And I wasn't there at one point in time in my life, man, but I had faith. I had faith. And I was determined, man, I was determined not to give up until those things are met and done, you know, and uh, we're here now, man. We're here now, man. Rock star in the film industry, man, for real. Like, like it's a blessing. I'm so grateful. Yeah, man. You know, and it's, it's just so funny, man, when I think about, you know, we know we've been we've been together. You know, we saw those days, but I'm, I want to talk about this. Definitely the good stuff. So now that you are at that space, you have a, a child that's grown now. You know what I'm saying? What's that conversation like with your daughter, you know, at this level? Because you she saw you trying to figure it out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She, at, at one point, you know, that's the only person you rolling with. You rolling with her harder than anybody else. I'm telling you. <laughs> and then yes. You have a break in there, but then now y'all together again. And so what is that conversation like now? Uh man, you know, it's so weird because like. You know, you know, actually, she she moved from Columbia, South Carolina to live with me here in Georgia to go to EMT school to uh, to be an EMT um, in, uh, in, the, in, the, in the medical field. And uh, she's doing very well right now. She's going to Georgia Piedmont. She's doing very well. She's graduating soon. And to have her walk in, to see her development, to see her every day, man, and to see her development and to see her grow, to see the conversations we have about life, about, you know, where she want to go, about the moves she's want, she want to make and 
her asking me questions about entrepreneurship, about mm-hmm. what I do, about what's her next step. With she asking me, Dad, what I need to do next? You know, what's the things I need to do next to be ready for this, ready for that, ready for this? And and I'm giving her all the advice, and it's so cool. Like, and I think about it after we talk, and she leave and walk away from me. I'm smiling, like, dang. Like I remember having these dreams about her talking to me about these things or having these flashes of the conversations we, you know, we have now, you know, even when she was young, you know what I'm saying? So, and she, you know, it's very inspiring to her to see me come from riding in a car with, 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 uh, with leaking oil, breaking down <laughs> horns on the top to see me riding in a car. I got to put oil in it every day to yeah. see her, see her, you see her, you see, you know, for her to see me, you know, going to the grocery store and 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 spending a, a little bit of money because I don't have a lot to, to to get us some food for tonight. To see, you know, for us going to the store now and we getting what we want, and you know, go, going out to dinner and it's 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 for her to see that it's very inspiring to her, you know, for her to see me, you know, to be where I'm at in my life, in my career, and it's very inspiring to her because she's been in the shop with me since she was a little girl. Yeah. You know? You know, and uh, she spent a lot of time with me in the barbershop. So she seen me grow as a stylist, as a man, as a person, as a professional. So she's very proud, man. And I'm very proud of her. And and, and it's making her want to be, you know, more than what she is. It's making her want to strive to be to be great at what she do. And that's amazing. That's amazing. It's just so multifaceted. All of the, the, the wins. And and it's just so many things of oh it was like this did before but it's not like that now. Yeah, yeah. What did that say about not giving up, man? Because you know a lot of people we can't see but two hundred feet in front of us. You know what I mean? You yeah. driving in the car, you only see your your lights only go two hundred feet. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? So you can't you can't see but two hundred feet in front of you. What does that say to people about like look? You can't give up because you don't know how this story going to end because you got you got people with kids and their kids are 10 years old. and They're like, all is lost. But you're not knowing if you stay the course, what is it going to look like when they be turned 20? You know what I'm saying? Right, man. Right. And, you know, the journey is real. And, you know, today's kids, you know, a lot of them want things in a microwavable style, you know, but you but you have to appreciate the journey, you know, and. Man, it, man, it just says a lot. You know, it says a lot, bro, to the testimony of a, of a, of a person who who came from little Columbia, South Carolina, man, to to be in Atlanta, Georgia, and to be the elite of what I do, man. It's man, it's a testimonial boundary that nobody can you know turn back, can't take, can't do nothing about it, because it was for was for you, was for you, man. Favor ain't fair, and somebody. <laughs> Somebody told me that a long time ago, man. One of my good friends told me a long time ago, favor ain't fair, Derek. Favor ain't fair, man. And I used to be like, what the hell are you talking about? You know, like, what is... And, and it took me to become a man. It took me to become, you know, a full-grown man and to realize what that means, man. It, it, and that means no matter what goes on in your life, no matter who trying to tear you down or who trying, who don't believe in you, favor ain't fair. Whatever's well, for you, God got for you. It's going to happen. Yeah. And yeah, man, it's it's a testimony, Jay, you know. And uh man, I'm here, man. I'm 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 happy about it, man. So let's talk about the industry, man. So you know, you made this yeah. shift. You 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 yep. got a chance to, you know, get your opportunity, Tyler Perry Studios. Yep. And you've been 
knocking out the park. But what does it look like now being that elite of elite? Like now this is your, this has been your, your every day for the last few years now. So what does that look like now? Man, it looks like, it's look like, it, look, it looks like a person that's going to win an Emmy or Oscar or something <laughs> real soon. That's what it looks like, brother. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's what it looks like now. I'm on that point in my career where I'm like, you know, man, I'm very competitive, man, with everything I ever done with basketball, you know, any sport I ever did, you know, uh, being an artist, you know, I'm very competitive and I always want to be the best and do the best at whatever I'm doing. And I'm at the point now, man, it's, I want to, I want to win something big, bro. I want an yeah. Oscar, I want an Emmy for what I do. And that's the, that's the next thing for me, you know, yeah. world renowned, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that's where I'm at, bro. That's, that's, that's the next thing. That's, that's, that's where it's headed. Yeah. So you, I remember when you <clears throat> told me, you know, you were just working at Tyler Perry and you okay. got to, you went and got, you know, to a specific position where you can work anywhere in the, in the country. That's right. What, what what was that shift like? What what was the, how did that shift come about? And and what did that feel like when it went from oh I'm local to I could be like you said where are we now? Yeah, man. Um, so so man, uh, I worked at Tyler Perry for three years. Um, man, I did great work there. Mr. Perry has changed my life. I'm so grateful for him. I'm so thankful. He's a great dude, man. But uh, I got into the union. Yeah. Uh, once I once I got into the union, man, I could spread my wings. You know. Um, it, let me tell you another thing too, world. You got to understand when you're working in certain arenas as a professional, it's good to make it's good to to be a likable person. You know what I'm saying? Everybody's not gonna like you, you know, but it's good to be a likable person. I'm, I didn't say everybody will like you, but being likable will get you a lot of places, man. And people will rock with you. And one thing I did and I always did was speak to people, get to know people, and that led me to working in another in other arenas, getting other opportunities. Man, I worked on Spider-Man. I worked on Black Panther 2, Black Panther 2, Spider-Man, Hawkeye, and working with CBS right now. And that's all off of coming from Mr. Perry. That's all off of that start and leading into getting into the union and it's moving on and meeting people and people seeing my attitude, my work effort. And my skill set, man. You know what I'm saying? Now I'm able to travel across this world and work with different arenas, different productions, different studios. And it's just been an amazing thing, man. Delve into that work ethic portion because a lot of people skipping that part. You know, a lot of lot of salesmanship on social media is you don't have to work hard. You don't have to work hard. You don't have to work hard. You don't really got to work that hard. Why you got to do this? You don't have to work that hard. Why is it important for people to still believe in hard work? Man, because it's a, it's a mentality. You know what I'm saying? It's a state of mind. Like, you know, nothing's given, bro. Nothing's given. If it's given to you, it's not, it, you're not going to appreciate it. You know, hard work makes you appreciate things. It makes you humble. It makes you ready. It, it, it makes you have readiness because when, 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 when curveballs come or when, when valleys and peaks come within that journey, you know how to handle it. Yeah. You know, you know how to you know how to build upon it. You know what I'm saying? And and you need that in your life, man. And I don't want nothing microwavable, bro. I don't want nothing. I want it the hard way because see, man, now I appreciate it so much, man. And and I acknowledge God about it. And a lot of people don't do that. You know what I'm saying? I put him in the front fourth, man, because 
that keeps me humble. It keeps me blessed and it keeps me striving for more, man. And, and it keeps you hungry, you know, because once you get comfortable, it's over with. You know, wow. you never, once you get comfortable, it's over with, man. You're done. You're mm-hmm. done. And I'm never going to get comfortable, bro. Never, never. And know? that's that's great that you put that in, out there because you working in the in the field that you are in is always a new barber. It's always, always a new hairstylist. It's always a new somebody on the come up that it take less than you take, that it take more crap than you take, all of that other stuff. So how do you deal with that, you know, or, or more so, how do you even, you know, give advice to those people that's coming through? You start to see the new cats coming on the scene. How do you, you know, help them out? Well, man, one thing I tell them, man, first of all, be a professional. That's first, you know, uh, you know, be on time. That's second. And if you don't know something, it's OK, because you always going to be you always learning, bro. Like. When you think you got it all, you don't. You know, you have to always reinvent yourself in this industry. It's always so much to learn because yeah. in the film industry and in the hair industry, hair is evolving all the time. So many new styles, so many new things that's coming, so many things like all the time that's coming out in this world. And you have to be, you have to have readiness because in today's society, man, you know, so many looks are very important and there's so many looks to be done. You know, you have to be ready to assimilate. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so, you know, I would tell them, you know, give them advice of always be a learner, man. Always be willing to learn. Always be a student. Yeah. And that will keep you, that will keep you, you know, knowledgeable. It will keep you going to different levels and levels and levels of levels in this industry. So, you know, we talked about what you do, you know, for the, the film industry. Let's talk about your entrepreneurial journey because you know, you still have to maintain <laughs> it's your own your own place <laughs> and make sure other people are doing what they need to do. So how, how has that journey been, you know, especially since you immediately got shoved into the, the, the movie industry and started going crazy with it? You used to be there every day. <laughs> now you might have to be there once a week or once every other week. How does that happen? How does that work out for you? Well, uh, it's been a struggle, you know, being an entrepreneur, you know, master barber here in Atlanta. You know, what's so crazy is that I remember at one point in time, I was struggling to get clients. And then all of a sudden I got, uh, man, uh, I got an arsenal of clients now. And 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 the more I, I'm, I get busy in the film industry, the more I get clients. It's crazy. Yeah. You know, you would think it would be a decline, but it's a it's an incline, brother. <laughs> and, and, and so it's now it's like, wow, how can I fit all these people in? I don't know what I'm going to do, you know, with all these people I'm getting and stuff like that, because they look forward to seeing me, man. They look forward to that work. Yeah. And, you know, it's been a struggle. Actually, it's been kind of a struggle trying to balance it a little bit. But it, it's been a I had to really I had to really focus on making that a smooth transition. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm still, I'm still smoothing it out. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. one day, bro, I'm going to retire from being a barber in the shop. You know, I'm, I'm retired from that. Don't know when, you know, I'll <laughs> let God speak to me on that, but um, it's getting to that point where I'm getting so busy in the film industry. I, I, I don't really have time and, and, and the time I'm having, I want to spend with kids, family, loved ones and things like that. So, so uh, it's, it's a transition that I'm working on right now, man. I know before you had somebody in the shop, how have you been, you know, how they're handling that? Or are you trying to get them up the par so that even if you're not around, 
they can still handle that that those clients that's coming through because I know and it's a tough thing because once somebody cut your hair right, you don't want nobody else. <laughs> I'm telling you, man, and I and you know, I like my mother asked me, she was like, "How do you feel about people just all over you about these haircuts?" I was like, "Mom, it's like a drug." You know, I got the hottest drug on the street. And and I'm telling you, it ain't going no way. It's the hottest-ish. And I'm telling you, the market is, I'm, I'm a killer market. And, you know, and that's how I look at my work. It's like a drug because once you sit down with me and get a hit, it's over with. <laughs> it's over with, bro. You can go anywhere else, but you ain't gonna never get that hit the same way you got it from me, bro. Mm. And uh, and that's how I explained it to my mom. And she's like, oh, okay, yeah, I can understand that. <laughs> <laughs> your language. She's your language. Hey, listen, yeah. Matt Joe said yesterday's price is not today's price. No, so you in the A, and now you 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 were master barber, not just in the shop, but you were master barber for the film industry. Work on blockbuster film, right? That's right. Dollar flint film. That's right. What is the what is the talk about your price point? Because I know it's jumped. <laughs> I say. It ain't cheap to play, but it, it costs you to play, baby. That's what I'm trying to tell you. And all you're gonna play in this game is gonna cost you. You know what I'm saying? But um, no, nah, man, you know, it's you know, bro, to be honest with you, bro, it's it's well overdue. You know, um, yeah, the price ain't the same no more like it was in Carolina or like when I first moved here. But I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna give you still a great service. I'm gonna still give you that attention that that I always gave to all my clients. Just like I would give to a celebrity client, I would give it to a regular client. And I, and I'm gonna give you that work, that attention, and 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 that experience when you come see me, man. So the price I charge wouldn't affect you. It wouldn't. You wouldn't feel no type of way because you 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 getting a great experience and. And it's like no other, you know what I'm saying? So yeah, man, the price is different, man. Price is up, baby. We up, you know what I'm saying? But uh, all the way up. you know, all the way up, baby. Come on, <laughs> talk to me. <laughs> so how do how does J O Derek J O D Washington deal with haters and naysayers? Cause I mean, you gotta come home, you know, you everybody don't they don't speak the language no more. You or they feel like you're not speaking the language no more. <laughs> or you know you you you're not at the shop no more, uh, you know chucking the job in uh, in the A. You got to you know you in Tyler Perry Studios or somebody else's studio now. You CBS. Yeah. That's right. So, That's right. What, what's what's that talk like? What's the naysayers and the haters talking about? Man, you know it's it's funny because like people see like because you know you know bro, I, I post certain pictures with me and celebrities every now and then. And I don't do that for, for bragging rights. I do that for happy rights. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm very happy. I'm in a great place in my life. And that's why I do it. But people take it the wrong way. Yeah, People take it like, oh, he bragging. And when I, when I come home, I'm talking about the experiences I'm having, you know, with with with, with celebrity people that we grew up watching as kids. And I'm telling, yeah. my friends, wow. I'm, telling my, I'm telling my friends about it. And some people, they look at you like, oh, yeah, he... Yeah, he don't got high posts. He's doing too much, but I'm really just happy. Yeah, and I'm really just expressing my happiness. But I learned, you know, when you're not eye level with people no more, mm-hmm. they don't. It's it's over with. You yeah. know, <laughs> it's, it's over. With. You might as well leave them down there at their eye level, and you keep going to your eye level and up and up and up because they they can't catch up with you because you you you. You you going like 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 um like Hove said I'm, I'm not looking at you I'm looking past you yeah you know yeah. what I'm saying Hove yeah. said that 
You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, so, so I got to the point now. I'm not looking at you, man. I'm looking past you. So it's like, you know, and, and they feel it too, man. And the people got a lot to say, man, but they got to understand that what's for me was for me and, and favor ain't fair. And, and like I said earlier, favor ain't fair, man. And what's for me is for me. So I just look at it as, as I take everything as a positive attitude and, and I just move forward. Yeah. Why do you feel like it's so hard for people to just, you know, celebrate? Like if, if, this is his time and my time will come. You know, my blessing will be there around the corner. Like, why is it hard for people to come to that, that conclusion? And you know what's so funny, bro? I remember when I was living in Columbia, before I touched that, I just want to say, when I remember when I was living in Columbia and friends around me and people around me was winning. Yeah. You know, houses, getting married, houses, traveling, you know, uh, a new job, new income. I always was happy for them. Yeah. And I always was like, one day it's going to be me. You know, I said, one day it's going to, I'm going to have those things. And I don't know why it's like that, man. You know, I can't pinpoint it, but what I want to say is, man, you know, when people are winning, you should want to celebrate that so you so it can feed off on you, so it can inspire you to be great at what you want to do. Now, I have some friends, man, that have reached out to me, you know, since I've made it into this industry and doing the things I'm doing. I have certain friends that reach out that, that reached out to me and said, Hey man, Jay, I just want to tell you. You know, the things that you've been doing, it motivated me to do things that I want to do. You know, I want to start my own business. I want to venture off and do these things, man. You inspire me, man. So, you know, I've gotten a little taste of that, you know, and it felt good. You know, it felt real good. But I have a lot of people who still stuck in that, you know, crabs in the barrel, that little peas in the pot. Boy, they can't get off the, they can't get off the battle. They can't get off the truck, man. They can't get off the truck. They, They stuck, man. They, they they feel like, man, how you, he was just with me the other day. He, uh-huh. was, boy, he was just with me. How uh-huh. you, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and then, bro, when you pull up, listen to what I'm saying. When I was posting pictures with celebrities and stuff like that, bro, and when I came home, when I came home in my truck, I'm going to give you an example. I was posting <laughs> pictures and stuff. I'm working at Tyler Perry Studios. I'm meeting all these celebrities, but nobody really gave a flip about none of that. Yeah. But when I pulled when I pulled up in a thing, in a thing, <laughs> oh, he was straight. He good. He yeah, boy, he got the bag. Yeah, Tyler Perry. <laughs> but see, you see how a thing would make people change. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. It, that's yeah. just a thing. It, and hell, I deserve a car. I ain't had yeah. one in a long time. <laughs> <laughs> and, and see, you said something that was amazing. Two things at this point because. You said that you was always happy for people. And I truly believe, I just literally put that on my TikTok. Like, like yo, the energy you put out, that, that's what you should expect back. And so right. you put out that energy. And like you said, that's going to be me. And that's, that's right. why you got it. Because people might not give it to you, but the universe ain't going to never let you down. You that's know right. what I'm saying? Like you you right. put that out into the, into the world saying, yo, I'm happy for this person. I'm really genuinely yeah. clapping for him or her. I'm really happy. And then that's been that's been seen and that's been, uh, you know, honored. That's why you got it back. And then you talked about the car situation. Like nobody ever want to talk about how you got to where you got to. You know what I'm saying? Because they just see the ending, bro. They, yeah, just- they just see the finished product, man. They don't want to see. It's like they say they take that story. They say, you know, um, you ask God for a cake and you get mad when God give you the eggs and, and, and all of us. Right. You know? 
You know, you got to make the cake yourself. You get an attitude about that part. You wanted to have a whole full three-layer cake for you. And like, like you said, part of your situation was, I don't have a car. I've been catching Uber for the last few years. Megabus. All Uber. that stuff. You know what I'm All of that. You know? And so, like, damn, can I get in the, Can I have something? You had a car the whole last six years. I ain't had no damn car. So, <laughs> now, can, is you mad? Because I got, look, I probably, how you know I wasn't sitting for three years just saving my money? Right. You know what I'm saying? So I got, right. You don't know what I was doing, you know? But man. they don't ask that part. They don't say how man. you got it. Because somebody like you would probably just tell man, look. I ain't have a car for a few years. I was doing this. I had to do that. I did whatever I needed to do. That's right. And that might help them. That will help them. That that'll That's bless right. them getting that. That's info. right. So That's right. It's it's just nuts, man. So you know, one thing that you did have a plan to do um, when you went to Atlanta was do mentorship. Yep. So and you have did it. You successfully been doing it. But how has your mentorship shifted? With your success, uh, it, I got so busy in the film industry. I, um, but first of all, uh, the two years that I did my mentoring program at Georgia State University, it was a blessing, man. It, it opened up a lot of doors for a lot of people. At that and, right, and, uh, and uh, I, I was able to bring guest speakers in from all over, friends, people who are entrepreneurs, uh, business owners. Uh, doctors, musicians. I brought I brought Richard radio personalities. I brought a little yeah. bit of everybody into Georgia State to talk to those kids, man. And uh, in, in the NTM program through the early college program that yeah. it was providing at Georgia State University, man. And and it has it shifted, man. You know, once I got so busy in the film industry, I started doing like pop up appearances, you yeah. know, at certain schools, you know, and uh in the Fulton County, certain schools in Atlanta, Georgia, and the urban communities, you know what I'm saying? So I was able to, I was able to do pop-up, you know, guest appearances and bring some guest speakers with me as well. But yeah. I wasn't able to have my, have my, you know, program at a direct facility, you know, because uh, once Georgia State, you know, uh, their early college program had took a downfall after two years of that program, yeah. I wasn't able to have a straight facility to to to, to do it out of. Yeah. But I was able to travel, you know, through the district, travel through for the county, and just do my program, which was great. You know, just not yeah. able to, I'm not able to do it at a high level that I was doing at one point in time. But all that, all, all that is getting ready to change. You know, through the blessings of what's going on now, uh, I'll be yeah. having my own facility, man. You know, in the future, so I can run my program through my own building, my own mm -hmm. team building, my own everything, man. The, everything I ever dreamed of, everything I ever talked about, is is coming to fruition. Trust me. Yeah, you know what I mean? So that's in the future. Man, you know the funny thing is, man, people don't know you. They got to know that you are a uh, extremely humble dude. And I just yeah. remember. You know, when you were gifted, you know, these keyboards to yeah. help these kids. <laughs> yep. You know, yep. Yep. Like, people got to see that. People have to see that yeah, where, like, yeah. the humbleness was. It was like, yo, how how bad you wanted to be a blessing to these kids. And then people saw it. And then it wasn't, it wasn't no black person either. Be, keep it all the way funky. <laughs> keep it all the way funky. It wasn't a black person. Nope. It was the... I mean, it wasn't nobody black that gave me these keyboards, man. It was somebody who saw the saw what I was trying to do. Somebody who loved my energy, loved the fact that I wanted to give back to the the youth, the urban youth, 
Um, and they and they really in, uh, invested in me, man, and yeah. and and took their time to 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 really help me. And I, I I'm forever grateful, yeah. forever grateful for those people, man. I don't want to say any names, but um, but man, um, secret investor. But what I want to say is thank you, thank you so much. I'm so grateful, and I'm so blessed, and I've given away keyboards to kids who really needed it, who really loved music, who wanted wanted to practice on the uh, music artistry. And I was able to be a vessel to them, man. And that was great. And, and I'm forever grateful for that to all those students, man, at Washington, Carver, and Drew High School here in Atlanta, Georgia, man. Straight up. Yo, man. So we're going to get back to the music real fast. You mm-hmm. just had an amazing scenario happen for you not too long ago. You and a partner of yours created a song for the Raiders. <laughs> Yo, now anybody know you, you're a diehard Raider fan. I'm looking forward yeah. to catching you in Vegas. Uh since I relocated to Vegas. I yeah. can't wait to you know when the season starts. Yeah, so we can kick it. <laughs> Cause yeah. I know you're gonna be at a few Raiders games. We know it. coming out here. But you know, how did that come about, man? You know, you just make a song for the Raiders and then next thing you know, they got you performing and all that other stuff. <laughs> so man, God, when I tell you, he does things and, and you got to look at it for what it's worth. You know, like I told you at the beginning of this, you know, beginning of this interview, I love music still. I still love it. I still write, I still record. I love it, man. And, and, and I've been a Raider fan for 24 years. And, you know, I have a friend of mine, Victor Brown, good brother of mine, uh, within the Raider Nation, man. He's an entrepreneur himself, um, a, a good a good brother, black man, strong man, you know, with a great family. And he loved the Raiders like myself, man. He's an entrepreneur. He does music like myself. He has his own clothing line, a pair of Raider apparel patches, everything you want that in, in, about that silver and black, he got it. And, uh, and, and we sat, we would always go to games, man. We sat together and we would hear all these other artists and stuff from different countries and different states rapping about the Raiders. And we was like, man, we can kill that, man. You know, we can really make some great music, man. Jay, Jay, you a great artist. And I'm a, he was telling me all the time, you a great artist, J-O-D. I'm a great artist. Let's make some Raider music, man. And we started going in the studio making Raider music, man. And it took off. I'm not telling you, it took off. (laughs) Man, we have our own YouTube page now. We have our own, um, we have our own, you know, page, our own self-proclaimed bad guys page on Facebook. Hmm. We have a page on Instagram and, and we have followers, man. We got the Raider Nation is on us. We dropped a mixtape. It's wow. been going crazy in the Raider Nation. We got show. I, we, I performed in Dallas, man. <laughs> I went to Dallas for the Raiders say, last year for the Raiders and the Cowboys game on Thanksgiving. Mm. And uh, we performed out there, man, in Dallas, man, of, of a crowd of two, three thousand. I'm talking about, man, we did it up, man. I'm wow. talking about across the world. We, uh, we sold records. We they buying stuff online. They buying merch. Bad guys for life, baby. Like, listen, we shot <laughs> videos. We, I told my bro, this thing is really going to take off, man. I'm so proud of the rate of music. I'm so proud of the nation. They love us. And we just going all across the world performing and dropping that music, bro. This gonna lead to something real, real big. Trust me, man. Hey, trust me, bro. It's on its way, man. You know that that warms my heart, man. Because again, I am really on 
a, 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 a whole thing. Like I, I actually created a, um, a title for a, it's not my next book, but one of my books is going to be called Passion Kills. And Ooh, I never I like put that. I never so put that out yet. Do you, I'm putting it out now, so people are gonna hear it. But one of my next books is gonna be called Passion Kills, and the reason why is because passion. The definition is is a, is an uncontrollable emotion. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And so I, when people are following their passion, it's fo- they're following an uncontrollable emotion down a dark hole. Mm-hmm. And what I want people to do is do what you've done. You're not following your passion. You're taking your passion with you. That's right. That's right, man. Amen on that, brother. Taking it with me. You got to have it in your back pocket. You got to have it in your book bag. You got to have it. How Batman saying your utility belt, but you don't, you can't follow it. You have to, you know, you have to stay in your right mind. And then when it's, when times get rough, you got to pull it out. You know, when you, when you at a, at a rocking a hard place and you're gonna make a decision, like you said, not I don't know if I'm gonna pay the light bill or I'm gonna pay this other bill, but I'm gonna go here. That's the passion for doing what you're doing coming out and say, you know what, I'm gonna go that route. But that's not an everyday thing. You can't live uncontrollably every day. And in order to be successful, you have to make that into a lifestyle. And yeah. so just to see the things that I know personally that you're uber passionate about, and that's music and the Raiders being able to come together. It only came together because you got your life in order and you focused on taking care of everything you needed to take care of as a man first. That's right. And it gave you the opportunity to do the things that you're passionate about. That's right, man. You couldn't have said that more better, brother. You could have said that more brother, you know, more better. You know, I, I realized what God had for me and I listened to him and he is opening all the other doors, you know? Yeah, for sure, man. I, I I just thank you so much for for that, man, and just being able to see it, being around to witness it, because it's like I'm seeing so many people say, "Follow your passion, follow the passion." I put it on my blog. I said, "Don't follow, you, don't follow your passion. Take it with you." And I like I, I got to put this in the book. You know, that's my way of getting my stuff out. I got to put it in the book because I got to stop our people. I got to do my best I can to stop our people because we're leaving jobs that's paying us money and taking care of our family. And the, the pursue a passion, and I'm get I will, I want you to do that, but you can't pay your bills. Can't do you know that. <laughs> you you're having a hard time paying your bills, and mm. you know if if you don't have no other choice, I get it. But if you have a choice, hang in till you can till you can do what you need to do, or you know go deeper, don't go wider, go for learn some more. Maybe to get more, like you said, you was cutting hair for years. Now you finally say, you know what? I'm gonna learn how to do color. I'm gonna learn this. I'm learning that. And right. once you started learning more, you became more. I became you know, more, brother. Yeah, it's like more. you can't say you're a master barber. I can't say I'm a master barber because I pick up clippers. I got to right. become a master barber. You got to become that. Yeah, yeah, I have to become a master barber to require what master barbers get. Like, we want it without becoming it. And it's like, it's going, our excuse has been, has been our passion. That's been the biggest excuse, and I'm sick of it. I'm sick of it, especially for my people, because they they have tricked us or allowed us to trick ourselves into not actually being in the race, not actually being in a situation where we can get ahead because we spend three and four and five years trying to figure it out, getting nothing, and then we behind. Are we behind with our children? We behind with our women? We behind. Then we start feeling less than men. And so now when we do do something, we're doing something that's not, you know, becoming of our character. 
to get to where we need to get to, as opposed to saying, you know what? My daddy had me underneath cars since I was 10 years old. I know everything about cars. Yes, Mm -hmm. I love doing this music, but until I get this music popping, I'm going to be underneath a car because that's going to pay for my lights. That's going to pay for my studio time. That's going to be, I ain't had to ask nobody for nothing because this young brother want to do music. One thing I can say about you, you always invested in yourself, but it's these young brothers, they're going to stick a gun in your face just to get studio time. That's what I'm trying to tell you, man. That's like studio time. And bro, just to touch on that, um, you asked me something early and it popped back up in my head. Um, when you asking about who I can trust to, you know, I, I had to go back on this because it hit me. Yeah. Who I can trust to take over things within the salon matter, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. within you know, my clientele and things like that when I'm not able to really be available. Mm-hmm. Um, I had a young fella, man, who I've I tr- who I was trying to mold and trying to build up and give him the game on you know being a master barber and how to treat people and having professionalism but he didn't receive it well yeah. you know so i so we had to go different directions and see these the young kids of today they don't understand about development about they want everything given to them but see where i'm from in the era i came from you got to work for yours you got to put in that time you have yeah. to be humble and be knowledgeable so you can receive all the gifts and the blessings. And he wasn't able to, to do that. So we yeah. had to part ways. So I'm still right now working on developing someone to 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 be that person that I can count yeah. on and depend on. Yeah, and, and and that's totally fine. You know, um, again, what the young cats gotta understand is that you're gonna get there, like what well, the thing is they see you. Mm-hmm. We see you. And it's not just young cats, people, period. Because I got somebody that I'm dealing with that right, right now. Somebody, you know, I grew up with a little older than me, but I grew up around the same neighborhood. And they're trying to circumvent the system because they feel like I'm heavy. So I'm, I'm he heavy. So if I just get around him, I'll be heavy. And I'm like, right. well, I went through so much. To yeah, get man. There. Yeah, I'm man. not trying to hold you up, but you will get there yeah. faster than me if you listen to what I'm telling you. You yes. know what I'm saying? You will yes. get there way faster than me. You won't yeah. have to go yes. through half the hell I went through. You know what I'm saying? But you can't just say I'm gonna get next to you, and it's gonna right. fix all your and it's gonna fix all your problems because that's right. not that's not how it works. And so they can't, you know, it's probably hard seeing you. I, I he ain't never here, like you said, driving your nice whips, and you know, hey, he doing this, man. Let me go, like man, you ain't getting no, you ain't getting in no, you know, um, no certifications or nothing like that without putting in the work. They are gonna ask you that. How long you been doing this? That's right, man. What do you have under your belt. You know, 23 years, 23 years, man. I've been, I've been amongst us. And, and, you know, in the, in the, my, the guy who I'm saying, he was a young guy, he was 25 years old. And I was like, boy, you could be better than me. Yeah. If you start now, you could be better than me. When I was 25, I, I didn't have, I didn't know all this because it's this, you know what I mean? Like, bro, you can really get ahead of the game, ahead of the curve. But like you say, man, you know, that, you know, you have to get more mature. You have to be ready. And he just wasn't ready. Yeah, definitely, definitely. So as I told you in the beginning, man, the the acronym that we have for this um, podcast, STARVE, stand tall and reclaim victory every day. Like that. What does that mean to you? Stand tall, man. Pride, pride, poise, and dedications. Mm. That's what that means. Pride, poise, and dedication. You know, wow. where I come from and the school I come from, shout out to Oakland High School, 
you know, Sound Rocks, Columbia, South Carolina, man, and that place instilled pride, poison, dedication. That's what Talk Star, you know, that's what that represents to me. Pride, poison, dedication, stand up, you know, be, be, you know, be assertive, know what you want, don't give up, stay at it, man. Yeah. 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 You know, um, when I when I pivoted and got and brought up that name, you know, like I said, people like yourself is people who I thought about is because you can tell all the accolades all day long. You go on social media, people going to show you the yachts, whether they rent it or not. They're going to show you all of the, the, the nice cars and everything, the houses and everything like that. But they're never telling you how they made it over. Yeah, man. And that's yeah. what's breeding this sense of entitlement, like with the young brother you talked about, like with these other people, because they feel like I'm just going to do what you do and then I'll be there. And it's like, no, it's not. You can't think of a rapper like people think, oh, Jay-Z, Jay-Z been rapping in 86. Right. In 96. <laughs> I literally right. just heard um the dude in Atlanta block, block entertainment. He he spoke up big for Rick Ross. He said, "Man, I've been rocking with Rick Ross when Rick Ross in 1996. Ross ain't dropped his first album to 2006." Right, man. Right, he, Ross, he, I've been rocking with Ross when he was with Poe Boy Entertainment. You know what I'm saying? Know, he, was, he was Teflon Don. He wasn't Rick Ross then. <laughs> See, but this is what I'm talking about. And so it's it's nobody you gonna find. You know, you can go and find Puffy dancing in people videos and Jermaine Dupree dancing in videos. Even though Jermaine Dupree's daddy was heavy in music, but he still had to pay his dues. I don't understand why these people feel like it's gonna happen overnight. And be and and I figured that's it's coming from social media. So because I have my own platform, I said I don't want to just big you up about how great you are. I got a part of that, but it's a part in this in every interview is going to be how you made it over. Because we overcome by our testimony. We only get there if we if we tell our story. And for me, I wanted to make sure my people get a chance to tell the real story, speak exactly what happened. And so somebody can actually take something from it. That's that's yeah. what's needed. That's what's needed. So, man, you know, I appreciate you. I love you, bro. This is, this is, man, let me tell you something. You are literally probably one of the most person I use as an example <laughs> to people when I'm talking in my classes that I'm teaching, yeah. I'm talking to somebody who I'm coaching or training. I use that example, man, because I just love so much how your story was. I, I got a chance to watch it. I got a front row seat. And, yeah, man. you know, I got a front row seat to see the shift. And then me telling you about my passion and something I want to get off my chest. And because you following it, you gave me an opportunity. My That's first right. time speaking was via your, your mentorship program. And so now me on a, all over the country, I've been flown to different parts of the country speaking, but my yeah. first, you know, but my first opportunity was given to me by you, which is documented in my book. So it it's, it's yeah. a crazy situation when you go and do that, you never understand the ripple effect of yeah. other people that, that comes from that. And I'm so grateful. I am super, super grateful for that opportunity, for you having the guts to step out of your comfort zone, go to another place, because I've lived in a bunch of places in the country. But at the time when you left, I was scared as hell to think I would ever go anywhere else again because I failed in other places, or at least yeah. I, I felt like I did. And so right. now that I'm in Las Vegas and mm. I left, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Five or six years later after you left, 
it's this the, you you play a part in that. Of course, number one is God, but you yeah. the person that play a part in that. You 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 took that step, and I, I got a chance to see it up close and personal. I said, man, that's that's amazing. I I, I can possibly do that. Then I saw our other brother Neef do it, and I'm like. I'm like, yeah, I can do this again. It took my own time. But again, I couldn't just jump when you did, like we telling the kids. I had to yeah. do it in my own time. But I'm so happy that this time I got a chance to see somebody do it before me. I got a chance to see them walk the dog. And so it, it definitely made it easier for me when it came my time to go ahead and go out for my more and for my greater So, Man, bro. I'm glad I can be a vessel to you, man. And I'm glad I can be a vessel. And it makes me smile every time I see you. You know, I see you speaking. I see you doing your podcast. I can't do that. It, it flutters my heart, brother. And I'm proud of you. I'm proud of you. I'm so proud of you, man, for real. And keep going. Keep growing. It's going to get better and better, man. You know? You no, know, man, I appreciate you. You know the love is there, man. Let everybody see, know what your social media is. Definitely the Raider joint, too. Give them all of those so they can find you. They can download. Listen, I got the, I got this joint. <laughs> I got all I got all of the stuff. I'm not a Raider fan, but I'm right there from the Bay with him. He's in Vegas now, but you know, I'm a friend, I'm a 49er fan. So that Bay love is there. You know what I'm saying? Man, it's, it's there, man. It's there. And we all made it to the playoffs. I was showing love, you know what I'm saying? And no doubt. And, you know, and uh, but you can reach me at you know at uh at J-O-D the artist on Instagram. That's J-O-D-T-H-E artist A-R-T-I-S-T. You can reach me that on uh Instagram and on Facebook. You can reach me at Derek J-O-D Washington and uh hit me up in those places, man. You can catch me on YouTube, the bad guys, B-A-D-D-G-U-Y-S. That's our YouTube page, our radar page. We got videos on there, new music dropping, mixtapes singles things like that you can catch us on facebook check our page out bad guys b-a-d-d-g-u-y-s bad guy music baby we uh-huh. dropping coming soon check us out in vegas coming up this year football baby hey y'all go ahead and support that because i want to see my bro you know performing at the raiders game they need Ooh. to do a deal with my bro they need to do a raider deal literally they're going to cut the check, baby. They're going to cut the check. Trust and, me, baby. And y'all just got a, a hell of a pickup, too. So at wide receivers. <laughs> Vegas is about to be on fire in a couple of months. Yeah. <laughs> and so we're yeah. looking, we looking forward to seeing what's going to happen with that, man. But again, y'all know how to find me, www.jhaleem.com, iwonstarve.com. I am Jay Haleem on all social media platforms. Get to that Starve Talk YouTube YouTube page. Go ahead to YouTube. Just put in Starve Talk. And um, on Instagram, follow Starve Talk Instagram page at Starve Talk. Make sure you like, subscribe, share, comment. Keep the um, party going. If you or yourself are somebody who fits the Starve, stand tall and reclaim victory every day. If you have a story, holler at us. Get in contact with us. Maybe we don't know who you are, but we definitely want to talk to you because we want to keep putting this positivity out here. We want somebody who's willing to tell their story, not to gloss over it. You know, we can't get past this part. The only way we help people is if we testify and we let people know how we made it over. We make it easier for the people who come behind us. That's what we stand for here, and that's how we're going to keep it rolling. Listen, one more time for my bro, Derek J.O.D. Washington. Shout out to you know, everybody that's been supporting you, man. Keep my brother up, MTM. 
Hey, listen, man, I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing what the rest of this year got for you, man. I love you, bro. Me too, man. Love you too, man. Keep going, baby. Star talk, baby. MTM. First dream TNT. That's how we do. <laughs> we coming back. Hey, listen, we this is what we've been doing for a long time, y'all. That's <laughs> yeah, right, baby. Keep showing. I'm showing. in the studio with Jay Holly. I'm 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 in the studio with Jay Holly. You are now in the studio with Jay Holly. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.